0: Welcome to the Between the dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, November 25th, 2019. Hope that you all are doing well. Hope that you've had a phenomenal weekend. Listen, if you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I ask that you go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. If you're returning, thank you as well for your continued support. It means the world to me. Make sure that you continue to share and bring it to somebody who doesn't know about it. Listen, before we get started, look, I want to ask that as you're listening in or wherever you're listening from, make sure that you leave a review, show some love with a five-star, and listen, help spread the word of the Between the Dream podcast. Your help is so, 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 so appreciated. I want to thank you guys for taking the time out to listen to today's episode. Listen, We had a blast with the 4th and 1 series. I've got a lot of great comments, text messages and DMs from um, people who tuned into the podcast during this time. And it's crazy to think like as I thought of this, I wasn't really thinking about like the people that would actually be able to relate to it. But it seems like more people than I expected actually did relate to what was discussed during this time. So thank you all so much for just being so faithful in that as well. Um, this episode of the podcast is going to be a little different. This is probably just going to be a one-off, but it was something that I was thinking about this morning. I did a video on it um, once I got to the gym, and I just wanted to, to to dive into it real quick. I thought it was very fitting, though. So uh, my fifth book, The Other Side, Freedom from Depression and Suicide. In one of the chapters in there, I talk about this idea of uh, finding our muse. Um, When it comes to the help uh, in our emotions, in our mental battles, and just sometimes in life in general, right? And so when I talk about this idea of finding a muse, I'm talking about finding a thing that really speaks to you, that keeps you grounded, that helps you, that brightens your spirit up, or whatever the case might be. Um, From a more clinical or technical standpoint, we would use the term finding something that's very therapeutic. And that's essentially what the muse is. And that's what this conversation is today. This episode is going to be more of just a small reminder of being able to stay very close And to the very things that help you, those therapeutic practices that you tend to have um, that maybe you've neglected. And I'm not coming from a space of judgment with this because of the fact that this is something that I've noticed within myself um, over the years. And I think just in the conversations that I've had with a lot of the people that I have had contact with. Definitely over the last three to four months um, when it comes to the amount of speaking that I've been doing and just traveling from space to space, state to state, school to school. And I've been hearing a lot of the same things. And that is when some of the questions arise from Richard, how am I uh, able to get out of this funk or to do this or to do that? And I'll give an answer and they'll be like, oh, yeah, well, I tried that, but it didn't work. A lot of times the thing that they tried that didn't work was a therapeutic practice that they say has been very helpful for them. But one of the things that I found um, to be very common with every conversation like this has been the fact that the therapeutic practice was actually helping them, but as the problem worsened in their life, they felt themselves being so defeated that they stopped giving the same type of effort and energy into the very thing that they found their therapy in, found their help in, that they found their muse in, so to speak, right? And I just wanted to talk about this real quick for us as we go into the last month of this year and hopefully to set some kind of groundwork for us as we move into 2020. And the reason why this is important is because with me noticing the same thing within these people. It, it made me think about us as as individuals and how we tend to flow and function because we're human and we don't always consider it, right? And that is this notion that when life starts to happen harder, when we start to get hit with situations harder, when our confidence is shot, when our emotions are bruised, battered or hurt, whatever the case might be, One of the the things that we tend to find out about ourselves, whether we acknowledge it or not, is the fact that because things tend to get so hard, our effort and energy or our investment into the very things that have been therapeutic for us start to die down, right? We're not keeping that same type of impact in the investment of saying, hey, I need to make sure that I stay true to doing X, Y, and Z now that life is getting harder, essentially what tends to happen is a lot of times, if we're completely honest, we lose our motivation. We tend to find ourselves in this really weird space where We know that it works, but we lose our motivation to do it, right? And when we lose our motivation to do it, what tends to happen? We don't do it at all. And by this time, the problem is getting stronger and stronger because our energy and efforts have started to kind of lean towards the side of the problem. Whether this is us giving more power to the problem by complaining about it giving more power to the problem by allowing it to have its way in our life, or maybe it's something else. But usually what tends to happen is that when we allow the problem to kind of just run freely and we aren't putting up any kind of fight against it, this is what we tend to see. We see the lack of motivation um, transitioning or, or transforming into this space of what we would consider powerlessness, And then we come up with this notion that says, well, I tried it and it worked for a while, but it didn't work with the bigger problem. And one of the things that we're missing is that we never tried it with the bigger problem because we lost the willingness because of the lack of motivation that came from the fact that what we were dealing with just seemed to be too unbearable and we didn't feel like putting up a fight which leads me to um the the point of i guess we can call this realization today right we will call this the point of realization and that is that many times we did not actually try many times if we can be completely honest in in our realization we understanding and acknowledge that we did not give it the opportunity and the chance that it needed to prove itself to be beneficial and strong when we were at our lowest point. It's very easy for us to practice our therapeutic methods of the writing that we do the arts that we do some people use fitness some people find it through their community and kind of hanging out some of us find it through our giving to others and hospitality some of us find it through the the ways of fitness i know some people like to do stretching or pilates or whatever the case might be some of us find it through our baking and cooking it's usually something that brings us peace, a sense of calm, and a sense of joy, right? And what we find out is that many times those very things have not really been executed during the deep, dark moments of our battle when things seem to be at its lowest or at its worst. And the reason why is because we have lost the motivation to do it. So here's my takeaway for you all today with this conversation, because it's very simple and I wanna keep it simple. And that is, we have got to start challenging ourselves in the moments where we aren't necessarily feeling the willingness to implement what we know will be a help and what we know will be beneficial, as we try and combat whatever it is we're dealing with, whether that just be something as simple as the sadness, or maybe it's a little more of the anxiety or the depression, or for some of us the deeper ways of we notice our personality is swaying with the the bipolar disorder that we deal with, or maybe. Maybe it's the 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 lack of worth feeling that we have that kind of teeters that line of the, the the thoughts and the ideas of suicide. Let's just keep it 100. And with this, I want us to be able to be honest at the fact that, yo, sometimes the reason why we haven't been able to get out of the rut is because we haven't been willing to. We haven't been willing to stay up to date with the things that help us on the the therapy side, right? You only see things get better when you are consistent in your practices. I'll let y'all in on a little secret right now. So I'm taking voice lessons again. Um, for multiple reasons. <laughs> I, I could get into that. That's a podcast episode in itself, but I'll save that. But I'm taking voice lessons again right now as I am working to expand my music voice. Um, and I've been singing again for a while, for probably like the last two two years almost. Um, and in that, just challenging myself, right? And one of the things that I've ha- found myself doing is I have to practice all of these different um vocal cues and exercises, uh, basically daily, you know, taking 10 to 15 minutes out of the day just to do the small practices to see the greater result. Now I'm going to be completely honest with you. Some days I just want to sing and just sing, but I'm like, you can't just sing the sing. If you're going to be in the space of singing, you've got to practice these things so that it can make you better. And this is what I want to encourage each of you all to do in your striving of a better mental health and a better emotional stability as you get ready to set up your foundation for 2020 in the newness of what's to come. And that is you've got to be able to not only be willing, but you've got to practice in the unwilling moments. you gotta push yourself to continue to keep up with your therapeutic practices in the times where you just don't feel like it, in the times where you just are over it. Listen, this is not the time for you to start slacking or for you to start trying to take a shortcut or let's just be real and address it as what it is for you to start cheating yourself out of what is going to help you you yes i understand that the hit that you took the blow that you took to your emotions the wounds that that happened on your mental with whatever the greater problem is that you are currently facing it hurt and it 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 rocked you for some of you all it shook you for others but at the end of the day it had an effect on you and i am never going to take away from that but what i will challenge you in doing is in that moment of being affected How do you choose to respond? And honestly, what timetable do you give yourself in the choice to your response? Something that I want you to heavily consider because many times what happens is is that we allow so much time to stretch out, so much time to go from the time that we were originally impacted by whatever that encounter was that hurt us and there's a huge stretch in time from that, to when we finally come to the realization that hey i haven't been putting in the work on the side of my my therapy um and where and whatever way you find that therapy until it's too late and many times what happens is is that there is this huge gap that didn't have to be because of the unwillingness to move forward, so I just want you to understand the importance of the timetable. You can psych yourself out into a space of saying, "Oh well i 'm too far gone or i'm too late, and the reality is is no you 're not, but because of the fact that you 've gone so long without it, your mind has now told you this, and you 're believing it, and you 're falling right into this trap but here 's the kick you don 't need to so this week, I just want to encourage you all to get back to the basis of your therapeutic practices. Many times when we talk about the healing of our mental and our emotional health, when we talk about the things that will help us to become better, to do better, and to be better, one of the things that we forget is that it's not rocket science. It's not this huge, big smack in the face epiphany. Many times it's just the reminder of the little things that we were doing right and doing consistently that helped us to where we were before we took a hit in our lives. And so I just wanna encourage you all, man, get back to the basics today. Get back to the small, simple things that will help you to win at life, to win in your emotions, and to win as you set a deeper, stronger, and greater foundation for what's to come. As always, guys, you're not losing in life, you're not failing. You're simply between the dream. Make sure you stay in touch with me, Richard Taylor Jr. on Facebook and LinkedIn, Richard Dot Taylor Jr. on Instagram at TrulyTaylorMade on Twitter website is richardtaylorjr.com. Make sure you stay tuned. Uh, I got a few Black Friday sales coming this week, actually sales all weekend for Black Friday and Small Business Saturday and of course Cyber Monday. So make sure you stay tuned. I'm going to be doing some uh, bundles with my books that I think you all will enjoy. As always, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. Love you guys.